2: or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early
0: 2024. All I ever wanted was a little love.
2: I want true
0: romance. It's true.
3: Hello, and welcome to True Romance. This is Devin Leary.
4: This is Carolina Barlow.
3: Do you think I look like a, a 80s movie villain with my polo shirt?
4: Oh, kind of. Yeah. Do you think I look like John Lennon with my glasses?
3: Here's something I'm going to say. Uh Oh, um, I don't care about the Beatles at all. And I never will. <laughs> I don't care how many times my dad says, did you watch the Beatles documentary on Hulu? I'll always say no.
4: That is such a dad recommendation. That is such a dad recommendation. My dad has asked me the same thing multiple times.
3: I'll tell you something. I saw that those ads for Paul Newman documentary that I know exactly who's going to ask me if I saw that.
4: (laughs) Okay. But how fucking hot is Paul Newman?
3: I also can't see it because like I do get like this rage. I get a rage in me when like I see things about like hot men who are no longer alive like someone told me like oh you should watch a night's tale i was like i can't watch that it'll make me too angry cuz i'm angry that like hot men have died died
4: that is so sad nobody tell her about world war 2 uh,
3: <laughs> no i've seen 1917 i was like wait this is fucking enraging all these hot guys blowing up everywhere i don't even know if that's the same war i think that's world war 1 but it was just <laughs> hot guys blowing up and D- dunkirk same thing i was like wait really wait. you guys going to take you're going to put Harry Styles in the world and then nearly rip him right out. Okay. Nearly <laughs> you rip him right out. Okay. okay and you will take away his tattoos. I'll take,
4: take up tattoos. in church. No, I'm not even going to
3: take it up in church because you know who else is dead? Jesus. Hot bod. Hot bod jeez. But wait, let me say something. I'm sorry to Michelle Williams that I said that because I know she's probably a lot angrier, but I'm just saying. <laughs>
4: oh, I'm um, so glad you cleared the air on that one.
3: <laughs> let me say sorry something. i a
4: long-time listener. But you know who's not hot? Not a single Beatle. I disagree. I think Ringo is hot. I you think would. George is hot. You would. Um, what does is George hot? look like? I can't even oh fathom. I can't even
3: definitely. like, I can't even render the image in my mind of what George Harrison looks like.
4: I love the Beatles. They were the first band that when I remember listening to them and thinking, I love this band so much, it hurts. Okay, well. What did you feel that way about? Uh, The red album by Taylor Swift. (laughs) Okay. Devin, how has online dating been?
3: It's been interesting. I I actually had a man on a date bring up something about George Harrison's wife cheated on him or something. And I was like Oh yeah.
4: Patty Boyd, I wanna say. So I will say
3: that a red flag I'm looking for, things have things have shifted in a good way. I think I used to look for shtick and comedy. On the apps and like a lot of times when people would message with me, I would be like, okay, if they're not like doing a bit or like being really funny, then like I'm not going on the date. But then I realized that sadly, a lot of times that shtick can be smoke and mirrors. It's covering up for the fact that the person doesn't want to just like genuinely get to know someone or like they're too afraid to to quote friend of the pod jesse Konevsky, if you want to play games go buy a monopoly board because i don't have the energy (laughs) and if you want to do a bit save it for your ucb audition that's what she (laughs) said to me and i couldn't agree more would get that for a pillow because i went on a date and this guy was like being really funny and at first i was like sucked in by it but then i was like wait this person is like not trying to get to know me hasn't asked a single thing about like what i'm into or what i like and it literally felt like recycling bits like it was like he was going through his mind and would be like and then have you ever heard of this like oh and then have you ever heard about there's george harrison and his wife cheated on him or something just so he could do a bit about it and i was like wait you're not even asking me to like volunteer things you can do bits about you're just like like i didn't want yeah. to be at a comedy show anyway so i'm trying to like even though this goes against earlier advice i gave on the pod I'm trying to go more towards people are, who are just like, hey, how's your week going? Or like, you know what I mean? Like people right, who are just like, right. so what's it like to be a script coordinator or something? Which I used to be like, okay, really? But now I'm like, maybe you're just Loser. a nice person. I'm like, <laughs> he, he really
4: wants to know.
3: But I did get two shocking messages. And I will say that these were on the sacred app, sacred only to Carolina, known as Raya, because Raya. she's the one who defends the it worst. no matter what. She loves it. She can't stop talking about it.
4: That's not true. I don't like it. I say it's the worst app, but I say it's also the only app I use. And there's multiple reasons for that. One is I've gotten into a rhythm on it. What's the rhythm? I look at it. Sometimes I don't look at it a lot of time. (laughs) We're we're at a good, when I've had Bumble, just the wealth of men on Bumble have led me to go absolutely bonanza. But because Raya, I don't match with a lot of people on it. And when I do, it's like, Oh wow. I've matched on Raya. And because on Raya, for instance, I've always wanted to hook up with um, one of the brothers in the Peaky Blinders when I was in London. I saw him on Raya. That was an exciting moment for me that, that I won't find on a Bumble. I'm sorry. And so Yeah, but even... do they match you and then message you? No, Devin. But, you know. That's the thing. Why There's do cel- people buy lottery tickets? I don't know. It just is exciting and it feels good. That's what okay, I would saying. Okay, but the celebrities
3: are on there as a hoax. It's like <gasps> they want you to see the celebrity and think, oh, I'm going to match with this person. And then you don't. And then you're like, oh, but I'm going to stay on just in case. Since I clicked like, they're they're like, since I clicked like on Eric Andre, I'm just going to keep the app and keep paying $90 a year just in case Eric Andre clicks like back and we match.
4: Okay, you might be arguing a good point here.
3: But I will say, so Raya does this thing where it's like it's starting to expire and I guess there's like, like there's a notification (laughs) that comes up that your matches are expiring. So that's the only thing that can explain why what happened to me happened. But basically, I, I get a message. At 9.56 a.m., no words have previously been shared with this person. This is the first message. It says, sorry, I didn't message sooner, but was hectic at work and now in Greece for a few weeks. That's it. As if we're already in a fucking relationship and you're ghosting me and now you're, like, explaining the ghosting. I'm like, wait.
4: You should have said it's not okay.
3: It's, I honestly want to do that just to see, like, I'm so confused how this person who's, like, quote-unquote a creative this is what they come up with to like start a convo with a girl is to like be angry at them immediately and then say like i am not available (laughs) like (laughs) he's basically like fuck you and i'm not available sorry and i'm like wait i didn't mean anything by clicking like like i'm sorry also another person i didn't think anything negative about this person I just accidentally forgot to respond. (laughs) i sorry I didn't message sooner, but this guy had messaged me and said, hey, I'm in New York next week if you want to get a drink. And I like forgot about it. So I just didn't respond. And then a week later, he goes, Devin, question mark.
4: Yeah, there.
3: As if he's my mom calling me at the park. Devin. Hey, dad. I loved it. You good? Are you good? Like, hello. I did also get two different iterations of like someone who i had already stopped responding to which by the way i stand by if you haven't been on a date yet you don't have to respond to the person like you just stop responding and then i got two different iterations of like hey hello how's it go like just sending what is the sending multiple messages in a row where does that come from
4: i could not tell you
3: why are none of the people sending the messages meatball from the bachelorette because not a single one has been him so I feel like this is a good segue. Okay. If you skip over the segment I want to do, I'll be really mad. I'm sorry. You're right. Let's,
4: let's she, keep wait, going. She was trying to skip over. No, I wasn't. I wasn't.
3: This is a move she does where she like, she does it instead of saying like, okay, do you want to stop and skip over? She just like tries to make it so I can't say anything. Like, like the listeners know. Do you know what I'm saying? Let's do highbrow,
4: midbrow, lowbrow. And thanks Carolina. You can stop talking. Like that. (laughs) All right. What's your highbrow, bitch? My highbrow is the New York Times recipe app. I think that is an actually extremely well designed app. You get a recipe list for every, the, the photographs are beautiful. You also have hundreds of comments giving you tips. And it is the thing that during the pandemic I leaned on. When I was going through a breakup, wasn't leaving the house. I was working on a writing project that I knew was kind of not going anywhere. And so instead of on deadlines, I would cook a lot to kind of like relieve anxiety. Devin, why do you look like this? I'm have not. i not familiar with the premise of you cooking. This was before you were around. You had left. You had left me in L.A. all by myself. I was cooking a lot. And I was making a lot of dessert. Wait, wait, wait. Define a lot. I was cooking like every other night. She looks like she doesn't believe me. I don't, but go on. And for instance, you can put in easy, which is usually the filter I put on because they would say recipes that would take 20 minutes would no doubt take me an hour. I would just put into the search bar ingredients I like. And I just really recommend it for the aspiring cook. And if you are actually looking for a book, I recommend um, the complete Italian vegetarian cookbook by Jack Bishop. You can put meat in it if you want, but it gives you such good recipes. It's what I like grew up on. And those are my two cooking resources. I had hand surgery, so I stopped cooking as much. And now my hand is like healing again. I'm probably going to have just one more surgery. And so She's really trying looking. to make me feel bad. She's like, yeah, I did stop cooking, Devin. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was around the time that um, surgeons were trying to save my hand. Just kidding. But isn't that funny how some people will tear you down at the moment you need them the most?
3: It is kind of funny. Yeah, it's actually really funny.
0: I want you. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay,
4: uh, Devin, what's your highbrow? My highbrow, there's a lot
3: of options, but I'm going to go with Dear Chelsea, Chelsea Handler's podcast. It's really good. She talks a lot about her relationship and then now recently has talked more about her breakup and she also gives advice to people who write in questions.
4: And I really like it. Oh, I love that. Okay. okay. Midbrow. My midbrow is um another. It, it, these are books that I bought one night after a date. And I cannot recommend them enough. And I recommend having them on your phone because they're nice to pull up randomly. Um, okay. One of them is called. Sex astrology. You heard that right. The astrology of sex and the sexes by Starsky and Cox. And stop, they- Starsky and Cox, as in Starsky and Hotch. with never, Cox as a puro? I never realized that until I just said it out. All loud. right,
3: <laughs> Carolina. I just I don't want to roast you, but then you do something like that <laughs> where you say that you're recommending a book and it's by Starsky and Cox.
4: Okay, Devin's laughing so hard right now.
3: Because I'm actively sitting here being like, don't roast this one. (laughs) And I'm like, please, God, just let her say something that's not roastable, please. And then she goes, oh, sexrology. I'm like, oh, I actually think that sounds interesting. And then she goes, it's by
4: um, Starsky and Cox. I'm editing you out of the whole podcast. Um... And it gives everyone, so for instance, there's a chapter on the Capricorn woman. There's a chapter on the Capricorn man. There's a chapter on the Sagittarius woman. It gives you your, you know, overall your sign and mind, your body and soul and your sex and sexuality. And then also talks about who you fit in coupling wise. Now, coupling wise, there's another book that yes, Starsky and Cox did called Cosmic Coupling. The sex astrology of relationships this one is so good i have read chapters that were about me and whoever i was trying to see and i will say misses here and there but can be very accurate um and it's just a joy i will always read the sign that i have a crush on it's so much fun i don't know how legitimate astrology is but i love it and i you know you just please don't try to take something precious away from me. And I said to the, to the people of this world and I freaked out someone on set yesterday because I was talking about how I looked at my crush's sign and was trying to read if we are compatible and he was like, wait, what? And I was so happy that there was another girl there who said, no, this is important. We need to see if this will work. So that is my recommendation. I am really going to buy
3: that because I want to know about it's that. It's really
4: fun. But the books you think- are really pretty, too, if you want To have them for your house.
3: Okay. But do you think that those are the best, like what's the best astrology book you've read?
4: Those are the best ones because what I want to know about astrology is usually who or who not to hook up with or why people are acting the way they are.
3: Okay. Did you see the light in my apartment just flicker for a second? Yeah. Wait, do you think it's a ghost? No, I don't. I
4: actually didn't see the light flicker.
3: Okay. Thank you. Um, All right. So my midbrow is going to be a tie between one making friends with a doctor, which I did, unfortunately, for the doctor who I was on a bachelorette party with. And I've known her for years. And now I just constantly text her questions about different ailments that I have. And it's really helpful for me, and it's probably really detrimental for her. And the most recent ailment I have is the Ashley Simpson disease, better known as acid reflux. Um, <laughs> and it might mean that I can't drink coffee anymore. So yeah, some people are having a week. I know you. I know you had hand surgery, quote unquote. Quote, unquote. But some of us can't sing on SNL. So I,
4: I've had acid reflux before though, and it goes away. Mine doesn't. Mine doesn't. <laughs> no devin's like i've been diagnosed with a disease it's called gas um and i'm gonna have to stop drinking coffee
3: i was i actually was getting a ride from our friend holly and i (laughs) i know this is gonna come across as so insensitive what i'm saying but i did fall (laughs) on the sidewalk and hit my hand (laughs) i know that you've been through worse okay but i hit my hand and i tell holly this i'm like i fell and like i i think my something's messed up with my hand And then she's dropping me off, and I go to open the door and I go, Ow, see my hand. (laughs) And I was like, Wait, I'm so humiliated by everything I just did. And she's like, Are you okay, baby? Do you need help getting to the door? Are you going to be okay? And I was like, Oh my God.
4: I'm I'm not as strong as I used to be.
3: (laughs) I'm literally the biggest baby of all fucking time, and I hate myself. So, my other mid brow recommendation is a show called How. it's not how i met your mother it's called i love a mama's boy on tlc it's about it's about families where the mama and the boy are really obsessed with each other and they're basically like they're dating it's like mothers who are basically dating their sons and then the son is dating someone else and the drama comes from the other person that he's dating is like why are you so obsessed with your mom there's a lot of ultimatums about like will you please move out of your mother's house and the mother's (laughs) saying no there's a moment where the guy who lives with his mother still has a birthday party for the mom and then invites the girlfriend. And the mom says she won't eat her birthday cake now that the girlfriend's there because she hates her and she doesn't trust her. And she thinks that the girlfriend poisoned her cake. So it's stuff like that. Oh, and then on that same couple, the guy gave his girlfriend a necklace and she's or no, a promise ring. And she didn't want it because she was like, I just want to get engaged. Like, This has happened multiple times in reality shows, by the way, where like a promise ring is given and it's taken as such a deathly insult that like drinks are thrown like people (laughs) fucking hate promise rings. And I'm like, I've never been given one, but like it'd be nice to have a promise. Yeah. No one's ever (laughs) promised me shit, but okay. So she got mad about the promise ring. And then the next time she sees the boyfriend with his mother, the mother goes. Do you like my necklace? And it's the promise <gasps> ring on a necklace. So that's the type of shit I'm talking about here. It's actually highbrow. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. But um, yeah, so I would recommend that. Give it a little gander.
4: Okay, if we're doing a, a bunch of midbrow, I will recommend the, and I think you'll like this, Devin, a movie. It's a one-hour movie online on the Shudder app, but you can also, you can find it, but it, it's called Host. It's by this director, Rob Savage. It was made during the pandemic. And it's a Zoom meeting that friends have where they hire a woman to do a seance for them. And (gasps) yes. Okay, wait. I actually
3: am going to write this down if you can fucking believe it.
4: I will say for my lowbrow, it's a show, but it's really a person. Really two people. Oh, It's Jersey Shore. It's a show that I've been revisiting. And I will say Snooki is just naturally funny. She has that karen from potomac vibe of just that has a really good timing for instance when and like when a phone rings she goes ah and when <laughs> someone says snooki she's like what oh my god you're so you're good at impressions but watching it it reminds me so much of me and you and WoW and Snooky. i'm not as like neither of us will ever be as brave as Wow, except i do believe that we would have told Sam that Ron was cheating on her. We would not have used the letter. And if someone said who wrote the letter, we would have told them.
3: We would not have been in a public cafe with the most focus ever <laughs> used on anything, just focusedly <laughs> writing. And he was motorboating two fat girls in the club. We would not have been doing that.
4: It is so amazing though. And one of the things that this is so random and it profound is when, first of all, Ron is an abuser. He's just a gaslighting abuser, horrible person. It's really dark to watch. And he always says like, Sam, you started it. And she's like, what? No, what? You know? And, um, basically Mike, the situation is outside smoking a cigarette, talking to Sam and it's after the letter has been exposed and all this stuff. And he's saying, Sam, what are you doing? And she's like crying. and, And Mike says, It's all him. It's all coming from him. And she said, yeah, nobody sees it. And he goes, no, sweetie, you don't see that. What? Yeah. And it's profound. And you see her like really emotional. And he's actually the only one. I think it's because he's a little bit in love with her. She's like, so did this really happen? Which I was like, God, women will hold on. Yes. Yeah, she, she has the letter physically, but Ron is telling her that he only asked for a girl's number and that he didn't do any of this stuff. And all the guys in the house are lying to her and all the girls are saying they don't know anything. And Mike is the only one who's like, if what the letter said, then that's what happened. And Sam looks like it's so sad. And it's It's just a really, really profound show, but it's, I mean, really, really profound was not accurate. It it has moments where you're like, wow, this is crazy. And I can't believe I watched this thinking this was a mutually crazy relationship when really it's just this one fucking nutso guy. And this girl who kind of like pokes the bear and can't like leave it alone because she's really obsessed with this guy and they have a codependent like marriage. And I started reading about his recent legal troubles. And it's just like, that is really really dark. dark. It's really dark. I I was just like, that's cocaine. That is full on cocaine. And it's so funny when season two, because all the guys are like, Ron's so different now. And in my head, I'm like, because he's on drugs. Because he's, they're like, he's blacking out. He has alcoholism. It's progressive. Um, Snooki and JWoww's relationship just reminds me of like all of my good relationships with women. Um, Jay Wow is always threatening to kick someone's ass for like the first two seasons of the Jersey Shore. She has the famous line to Angeline where she, has, where she says you can leave, you can get your ass beat, you can leave or you can get your ass beat or you can leave or you can get your ass beat. I love her so much. So much. Even
3: though she's a Joe Rogan apologist, I love oh, her. Oh
4: God. I know. Jenny. There's also an amazing scene where Snooki is recounting to Sam hooking up with Vinny and Snooki's like I went into everyone's beds to see who was comfiest, and in the footage, she's literally like like crawling into the guy's beds, being like, will you hang out with me? Which I'm like, I couldn't relate more. And she climbs on top of Vinny, humps him, like dry humps his back, being like, Vinny! (laughs) He's like, okay, come cuddle with me. And they obviously hook up, and the next day, she's talking to Sam, and she's like, I hooked up with Vinny last night, and Sam's like, what?! And she's like, "Yeah, we made out," and um, and then he said, "Take off your panties," and I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> and Sam's like, "Were you like, ah? Are you like okay?" And so he's like, "Yeah," I was like, "Okay," and uh, then Sam's like, "Is it gonna be weird?" And he's like, "I don't feel weird," <laughs> and I was like, "I love that. Like, this is what I miss about like being young and like uh, unwell. Is like those moments. You're like, I don't care. Yeah." I You're really making me on the edge
3: of my seat like I really have to go back and watch it because just you describing it I'm like riveted by every word and also The best thing about that show is them not caring what they looked like at they they were like They were like the molly shannons of reality tv where they were like I don't care if I like i'm just gonna go all in physically meaning. I don't care what people see of me If I have to look ugly for entertainment, I will um and I feel like that's what's missing in a lot of these shows now. Like when I see Love Island, it's like seasons one and two, they would wear their messy hair, smoking, whatever. And now they're like so done up all the time. I'm like, who are you really?
4: Let me see that. WoW literally doesn't brush her hair for the whole season one. There's and like a huge bleach. rat's nest. She's a huge rat's nest and she has bleach like strips in it. Yep. The chemistry between Snooky and Vinny is my favorite. At one point they're getting ready to go out and he goes, Whoa, you look hot tonight. I don't <gasps> think I've ever told you that. And she goes, Are you trying to smush or something? <laughs> and he goes, No, I just thought you looked pretty. And then she goes, You look hot too, and walks <gasps> out of the room. And Polly Dina's testimonials, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, like Vinny. Th- I know
3: I yeah. have a different Instagram now, but if you, <laughs> you want to find me, I DM'd you under a different handle. The only difference is now that there's underscores between my names. So just find me and meatball find me. And that's, that's what this story is really about. What is your lowbrow? Okay. My lowbrow, not to be confused with, um, I love a mama's boy on TLC is called smothered on TLC. And whereas the, <laughs> the former is about mothers and their sons smothered is about mothers and their daughters and it's about moms and daughters who are so close that they're that the husbands of the daughters get pissed off so the difference is it's a little bit less creepy in some ways because it's not like the moms and daughters are basically dating it's just that like the moms and daughters are so close that the husbands like feel left out it's a little more boring i'll say that but it is a little bit fascinating in the sense like a lot of these moms and daughters are like so we're basically twins And then a lot of them are like each other's relationship, basically. And so then like that is kind of fascinating because it's like I can I you know what this is what it gives you. It gives you someone you can really relate with because you're like, okay, I relate to this husband because I do think that like these women who are so close with their mothers are actually like good, amazing people. So I'm like, I'm not like, oh, why is he with her? I'm like, okay, he's with her, but he just feels left out because She's telling her mom everything and not telling him everything. So, you know what? It's not giving chaos. It's not giving destruction in the way a lot of TLC shows do. But um, it's giving something. It's not giving nothing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and okay, also, well. I will say, new season of Married at First Sight, uh, SoCal, I'm liking. I'm really, really fascinated by the guy who told the woman that he's not attracted to her on the honeymoon and just the (laughs) intent behind that to be like okay so this is really hard for me to say but like i have to tell you i don't feel attracted to you that is fascinating and i think he's one of those guys who's like i'm a good guy i'm a good guy i'm a good guy and really he's a bad guy okay
4: well i think we could have one of those to discuss on the new episode of the bachelorette Sa. wait who's the good guy the good guy who thinks he's a good guy but is really the bad guy, I would say, is Logan, who completely dominated right, this week's right, right, episode. Right. I, it didn't even occur to me that he thought he was a good guy, but I guess you're right. I will be right back, and we'll come back with some Logan. I want you.
0: Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu.
4: We're back on True Romance to discuss The Bachelorettes. They are having a rough go of it, ladies and gentlemen. They are stuck on a cruise ship still, which just a year and a half ago was lethal. That was a terrifying thing to happen to people. And now ABC is trying to sell it as this like exotic thing when it really looks like they are stuck in a, zombie movie in the mall like dawn of the dead when they
3: force gabby to get an ice cream cone at 6 a.m. just so they can like normally it's just the classic bachelorette thing is to have the bachelorette looking out the window and they're like voiceover is like so this week i'm just really nervous and they're making fucking gabby get ice cream because they want to show that virgin atlantic has ice cream on the ship by the way when they do those little graphics and it's like now the yacht is bouncing around i'm like Wait, this is disturbing. I didn't sign up for this. Like, I don't want some sort of nineteen nineties map graphic on my bachelorette.
4: Yeah, I mean, I really liked the ice cream part because I think Gabby's so cute, and I was like, she oh, cute. fun ice cream. But I also just don't like big ships like that in the ocean. It's if I'm going to be terrifying, it's uh, terrifying and also bad for the animals. That's what I'll say. So Logan is the guy who initially said he was there for Rachel. We all knew he was playing this as a game, and then said. That he was there for Gabby and acted very like, I don't know what to do, but I had to take a rose from Rachel tonight, even though I'm there for Gabby. I feel so terrible. I feel like the bad guy. And this episode, this guy acts like he's, like, coming to his family to make amends for, like, being an addict and, like, coming clean about addiction. That is the level of seriousness he has in going to these girls. And when I say seriousness, I mean, like, pretend acting seriousness. Like, He's so full of shit, but he's doing the voice men do when they like are trying to act like they're crying, which I have. We're heard. familiar.
3: Yeah, we're fucking familiar. You could say that.
4: <laughs> and so he's like, hey, um, so I, I really wanted to come to talk to you because I really feel terrible. But I, you know, know we've had a connection, but now I'm feeling for Gabby. Obviously, Rachel's like, OK, um, yeah, I wish you had told me this earlier. And he's like, and it's so like a part of me is like you're crazy like a part of me is like what's wrong with you it, look at her it's rachel and she just goes you can stop you can love stop when she said that i and love it's like, that yeah fuck off like you love the drama of it and you are just trying to control the situation and you're not honest so don't say you need to be honest because you weren't also he's ugly not
3: that that okay, matters no, no,
4: it, it, it does matter he's not attractive and there's hotter guys there and the fact that spoiler alert Gabby decides to keep him in her group, I can, I'm hoping it's a producer's choice. I'm hoping.
3: I, I actually really hoped the same thing. And I think we were on the exact same page with that, where I was like, I hope they're just making her do this. Cause it really seems like something she wouldn't do. She said multiple times that her friends have to come first. And so I just don't get it at all.
4: I don't get it at all. And I, I, think that there's so many guys I'm really pulling for Nate you know the single dad okay I can't it's a lot with how ha- with, with how much I love him he's so genuinely himself he does something which I have never seen something this sweet and sincere done on the bachelorette before which is in our last episode in the boxing match he tells Gabby a bunch of physical things about herself Physical meaning, I love when you cross your legs. When you, I love when yes. you lean in when you're interested in someone. I notice all these details.
3: And by the way, that's when you know someone's right, too, is that Rachel turned to Gabby and goes, that's really amazing that he notices all those things. Like, her friend is like, this is the guy you should pick. This is the guy you should pick. Which I can relate to as I just screamed at Carolina about who she should have a crush on moments before this podcast.
4: It's so funny you say that, though, because I also thought it was. it's so interesting how the girl's Aren't it, it's as if I think they made a pact before this not to like go after each other because when Gabby's like, Okay, I'm going to keep like Logan around basically, Rachel's not like, Okay, well he's a liar. She's just right. like, Okay. And then when Gabby leaves, she's kind of like, I, you know, will say that I don't trust him. And <laughs> I was like, That is sort of I mean, Devin and I have both been in those positions with each other when we had to watch each other make romantic decisions and yes. kind of be like, mm-hmm okay, that's happening. And I think that's... But I don't think I had as good a game face as Rachel did. (laughs) Devin's game face, quote unquote, is her like (laughs) rolling her eyes being like, really? Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Isn't it interesting that he did that though? So what Rachel is going through is I I really do feel bad for her because another guy, she's already been rejected by like four guys and another guy's telling her... And she's just crying. She doesn't go on her group date, so all of these guys are like in the middle of bell jumping. Like, wait, wait, she's she's not coming. If I'm them, I saw their faces, and I was like, you guys are literally like, am I going to like have to marry this girl? And I've never hung out with her. Like, right. they're all supposed to be with her. And I can identify with what she's going through because in the winter break of 2010, I slept with three guys over a week and a half, and and they all got girlfriends a night after we hooked up virtually. Literally days, like hours, like 48 hours. It was like the Spike Lee film, 48 hours. Like I was <laughs> like, hey, do you want to hang out again? And they were each of them one by one by three were like, oh, my gosh, I really do as friends. Like, fuck, I don't even know you. No, I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be your friend. I don't even know if I like you as a person. I want to hook up with you. They were like, but I can't really do anything because I'm dating boogity boo. Like that. And I was just floored. I mean, I want to say that I was snatched, as they say on Love is Blind. I just had it together and I was just floored. And so it's it's interesting, though. I think there's something to learn from her experience here. She experiences rejection. And so then she's terrified. All of these guys want to see her, but she's terrified of rejection. So she's avoidant. She literally says she wants guys to leave so then it'll be easier. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't that funny? That is like, I I completely understand that mentality. But at the same time, you're like, I almost wish you could watch this footage of guys being like, wait, I really wanted to see her today. Right. And you realize that there's so many people who have avoided personalities or, or have written men off, which by the way, not hard to do because they're not very amazing. Right. Um, and as Snooki says, and that is why I feel that lesbian rates are going to be going up in this country. <laughs> Snooki did say that and she's right. She said it also as if she was explaining a graph. Yeah, had her fucking
3: pointer out and she was pointing to the rising numbers. She was like,
4: men are disgusting and they don't know what to do. And that is why I feel that, that the lesbian rates are going up in this country. Um, <laughs> when Logan tells the guys he's switching sides, the men look at him as if he's invading a country. They're devastated. I do think that Avon that's the guy she wanted to date with. He's okay. the one. He's the one. I i honestly would... I would do the Claire. I would do the Claire, send them everyone else Carolina,
3: out. That was exactly what I was just going to say. I was going to say I would do the Claire because that's what I literally think she should do. Where are you going to find someone that amazing? Their connection, everything. I, I actually... Felt like even though she is awkward, he brought out like her true self, like she was being so authentic and having so much fun, being weird
4: and funny. And like, I loved it. Isn't it interesting? It's like you've come to your own when someone just loves you an appropriate amount. And it's like her on her date with him. I was like, wow, she looks stunning tonight. And I was like, she's just relaxed. She's relaxed and she's comfortable and she's not scared, which is what men who aren't fully there put you into a really awful feeling. The hottest, most beautiful I've felt is when I feel like I'm really unconditionally loved by someone.
3: Okay, well, then you should feel that way every day because I unconditionally love you. I mean, sexually. Oh. (laughs) Okay, goddammit. So, that sucks. Um, Okay, moving on. No, I actually, I cried twice in this episode. One of the times was when... Avon gave Rachel the bracelet that got his mom through the that his patent mom made. leather bracelet. I loved it that his mom made and got it his mom through hard times. And he gave it to Rachel because she's having a hard time. Yeah. Like, OK, first of all, we have to understand that the origin of this is that he brought his mom's bracelet along with him to help him feel safe. Couldn't be cuter. Couldn't be more lovable. Then he thought he, Rachel seemed to be having a hard time and he remembered to bring it for her. Because he wanted her to have it because she was having a hard time. Like, the earnestness, the purity, it's everything
4: that I could ever want. He also just does look like a model. Yeah, he does. It's not like Dale, who, like, didn't know her and was, like, seemed honestly confused the whole time. Like, Avon seems very much uh, there and, like, really interested in her and has such a good time with her. From
3: day one. Yep. So
4: she's on the date with
3: Johnny and... She's always doing like slapping with fish, slapping with branches like God only knows. And she's like laughing the whole time in like the cutest possible way. And then they go to dinner. And like, I, I honestly think like sincerely that this guy knows that the one on one is when you're supposed to divulge like your deepest, darkest thing. Yeah. And I, I think he just honestly he doesn't, doesn't have, have anything. Yeah. He's conventionally attractive white man. Like he just hasn't had a trauma. So he starts like improving what he thinks like a trauma <laughs> would be. I agree. And he's mm-hmm. like, so I'm actually just depressed all the time. He goes, I'm I'm like the least confident person ever, which is crazy. Like basically being like, because look at me, like I can't believe I'm not confident. And then he's like, I feel like I have felt like at an all time low like this, like for no reason all the time. And I'm like, okay, you felt like an all time low all the time the whole time you're there. Like what? so this is your rock bottom? Like, is it because of the cruise ship? And she's just being like, I, okay, yeah, I I can understand that. Like, I felt like that too, but I feel like the subtext is like, but not right now, because this is a show about like being a complete human being so you can find your soulmate. It's not fucking celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew. Like, why are you saying you're at an all-time low and you could never be more depressed and you have no self-confidence? Like, and she's just like so comfortable falling into the role of like being like the therapist for these men. Like, I it just... I was like, I don't understand this and I don't understand why I feel like she's just too nice to just say like, okay, well, then maybe you should go then if you're at an all time low and you have zero self-confidence and you're miserable like what
4: this whole time I'm waiting for her to get back to Nate. I don't even like watching her have fun with someone else because I'm like, she needs to be with Nate. And like, I'm scared that she won't be because I think she's I, I, I always think that people have a hard time dating someone who is a parent. Yeah, especially on these shows, I'm like, I don't know if it's gonna work out with Nate. I'm scared, but when she does see Nate, she does give Nate her rose for their group date. So I'm like, that is high because I know that you guys have a thing. Then when they're saying their weird, you know, last call interviews before the rose ceremony, she gives him chocolate from Belgium for his daughter. I'll say that cried tears. I, she has this insecurity that because she was estranged from her mom, she is not going to have like a good maternal presence. But just watching that thoughtfulness without being like imposing at all, I was like, she would be a great stepmom.
3: Okay, and also she just mothered fucking Johnny through an entire dinner.
4: As as Twitter <laughs> says, if you've dated a man, you've been microdosing motherhood.
3: Oh my god! Wait, who said that? That's genius.
4: I can't remember. That's the thing about Twitter. It's just some joke you saw online.
3: Yeah. Well, that is genius. And I will say I was nervous at the fucking rose ceremony because I'm like, sometimes we don't even get one a lot of times, So I really hope we do. And the fucking did you stay tuned for the scenes from next week?
4: Next week is going to be catastrophic. Honestly, the rest of the season, the rest of the season, they don't have a scene of the girls not crying. It looks like the girls are going through the war of 1912. They're touring through Europe going through every major European war.
3: It's Dunkirk, basically, but with girls. And I will say one thing, which is that I was with a group of people that were talking about how The Bachelor Bachelorette is boring. They don't watch it. And I was honestly like, I I get that because I've felt that way a lot of times. But this season is, I know every season they say the most dramatic season yet. This is the most dramatic season yet. i am always entertained. Gabby is so watchable. Rachel is like, okay. And
4: it's got everything we need. Um, the only thing I'm upset about is that we haven't talked about, uh, Teresa from Real Housewives wedding hair. I can't stop looking at it.
3: Every video footage available I've seen, like I'm trying to get every angle, angle of the hair because I'm just like, wait, how is it even working physically? It's like that. I mean, I don't want to give spoilers, but well, you know what? Sorry, see the movie or don't. But spoiler alert, it reminds me of the cloud and nope like how they're like, oh, it's like an alien because it's like a cloud that doesn't move. Like, that's what her hair looked like. (laughs) Was nope. I wouldn't want to look her hair in the eye. I'll tell you that much.
4: I'll tell you that much. Devin, we will definitely, by the way, keep talking about this because I I, my first thought watching the teaser for the next episode was that I cannot wait to watch this. And I can't wait to talk about this because I know men are going to be disappointing me. I know Tino is going to be disappointing me. I know Logan's going to get his day in court in In his day
3: his day in the court of shame that he deserves but here's what i'll say is that you know like i as i told you i took a fall recently and like time slows down when you're falling and you're like oh my god i'm falling like and it's weird and it slows down i wish i could take whatever happens in the brain like that where it slows down and you're falling and then reverse it so that i'm speeding up through time I guess what I, to, to be short, I would time I would like to time travel yeah. so that I can see all of this tomorrow, but I can't do that. So I'm going to have to wait. I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol.
4: See you next time on True Romance. All I
0: ever wanted was a little love. I want true